Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your guide and your uh, your host, your host here for the next two hours. Before we get started, though, let me uh, let me introduce my fellow patriots to you today. Uh, sitting in the room with me on my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. When can we get an upgrade from the Winnebago? Uh, you know what? What's what? What do you get after the Winnebago? I mean, that's uh, you know, the Winnebago is uh, you got uh, your, your your Fleetwoods, I got your, a, I got uh, a your internationals. Uh, I got a daybreak. Need some fuses. But... <laughs> <laughs> Need some fuses. The wind... A little close encounter with a high energy particle device. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Something in the forty watt range. Uh... One point twenty one gigawatt. <laughs> That, it, I got, Earl, we got references Earl, coming Earl, at you folks faster than you Earl, can comprehend. Earl, you know? Earl's closer. Earl's closer. Earl's closer. Daddy, what's the yellow pancake you plutonium for? Don't worry about it. Don't, don't tell worry, your mother. Don't tell your mother. Don't, don't tell your mother. But we're not going to pay a power bill anymore. <laughs> Maybe. That's right. Or have any hair. Uh, on my left, guarding the door, please welcome back the illegal ninja, the courtroom assassin, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hey, before we go any further, let me uh, remind you on the old internets, the interwebs, on armsroomradio.com. That's armsroomradio.com. Catch us 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays. That's in the Eastern time zone. You can uh, listen to us live there or you know, check us out where we are on what station, what affiliates, uh, where you can hear us around the country. Also there, uh, somewhere around uh, eh, Tuesday-ish. Is it about Tuesday-ish, Earl? Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, so, somewhere in that yeah, range. It depends on how busy I get. Yeah. Earl gets it posted up, and uh, and you can go back to the uh, the archives then at that point and hear the previous week's show or for the previous three years, just over three years now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was it, uh, what were we were talking uh, April, <laughs> I think it was, March, April would have been three years? Yeah, so. I can't believe we don't have injunctions against us oh we probably we probably do but you know it's, it's not like we're using our real name so what, what difference does it make so you know we just we just keep moving it's my real moving. name yeah well all i all i get is a i the i get members of the bar look at me and just kind of shake their head <laughs> and they uh they do their uh do their disapproving look yeah their, that, their, you know, that, you know, that look he that hears look. this a lot it's like when you get home the look you get when you get yeah, home the breathing yeah. noise i get yeah. the breathing noise too the, the, the look noise. when you get when you get home like the rest of us like the, all of us married guys when we walk in the door nope i don't uh, get i don't get it. i don't get that look i don't get, no he definitely not it yeah he's definitely not it yeah you don't get a dirty look but i, I get a dirty look sometimes and uh and, and usually, my dog yeah, yeah a dirty look and uh if you're lucky that's all you get not something thrown or shot in your no, direction. no, I don't get shot at much anymore. <laughs> By this wife, I don't, right, I don't get that's shot true. at much. That's time. true. That's true. That's Previous true. wife, yeah, a lot. Uh, so Kevin, I notice, uh, I notice you're you're kind of uh, you're kind of moist over there. You're kind of you're kind of damp. You're kind of. Uh, I don't like the way you said that. Kind of dripping. dripping. You're kind of. I'm, I am no longer dripping. Kind Tom, of with tell the engineering. Water. I did not spill something on myself. This was rain, <laughs> and I was mostly dry when I got here. He wasn't drinking in the studio. That's right. I wasn't right. much. Much, um, yes, I I am a a, a bit damp from uh, partic- precipitation. I um. Did you precipitate on yourself again? I I did not <laughs> precipitate on myself. No. Okay. I, I am right. I am for those of our listeners who are not aware of this, I am an avid motorcyclist, and uh, I avidly that, that means he rides bikes. That's right. I, I That's right. avidly motorcycled get to, the bikes to Ocala. <laughs> get to the bikes, um, and uh, through no fault of my own, was delayed in my departure. Uh, returning to Orlando by approximately two hours, which meant that I got to come down I-75 and the turnpike in what I would refer to as Noah-like conditions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I believe we uh, talked about that before, and uh, I know I was actually on the phone with some of our friends up at uh, Next Level Training this past week talking about our weather down here at Next Level Training, for those uh, not to know, it, and they should know, is up in the uh, the, the Pacific Northwest, up yes, in the, it, it the north rains, of Seattle. It rains there so often that people have pet fish that yeah. they walk. Right, but their rain <laughs> is a, is that steady, just, you know, here's, here's a little rain. Here you yeah, go, folks. You, here's you some go, rain. We've got some rain for you. you. You walk your fish. Right, and, uh, and and the rain we get down here in the summer about the at same time every day, you know, 2 to two to 4, 2 to 5 p.m., depending on where you are in the state, is the... It's falling I, I, faster listen, than the speed of gravity. The only way I could describe it is if, if you've seen that movie, and this is an older movie, from uh, Final Countdown, where the USS Nimitz goes back in time to the day before uh, the <laughs> Japanese attack Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Remember that storm they went that, through? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we get that every day mm-hmm. about 3 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, we we get the, it, 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 that's yeah. an accurate description. It kind of looks like, wow, that's the end of the world over there. <laughs> and then it, it makes its way to you, and you do about a half hour in it, and uh, then it moves on. But uh, you know, for that half hour, it just it's uh, it's... Mass hysteria, cats and dogs living together. It's 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 ridiculousness. Mm, torrential so I, I will tell you that, that I I purchased some new gear to go with the bike that I rode today, and 
And I will tell you with no uncertain terms, uh, the waterproof jacket isn't. <laughs> and the waterproof boots aren't. Now, let me ask you this. Did you have it buttoned up? Yes. Okay. All right. That was, that was the first thing I asked. All right. It, it, ha- it has a zipper, okay. two snaps, and a series of Velcro closures. And they were all quite closed. Now, I have found, and um, this is my experience from, from uh, being an, a writer, not as avid a writer as you are, but a writer over the course of my life, with wet weather gear, at first off, it doesn't work. Uh, it's always going to get. Uh, it's always going to have some leak. But I found the, the way to reduce the leaks, because you're moving forward with the access points on the front of you, is to wear it backwards. Wear the jacket backwards. Have somebody zip it up behind you. Wear the pants backwards. Have them zip <laughs> that, up behind you. That, that's a and, great uh, idea, Mork. I'm going to try that. It works. Going to try that. Now you know you get you get weird looks going down the road. Is that guy riding a bike backwards? What's going on there? But uh, oh it, my God, it, it I look keeps... how bad he hurt he is. His head's <laughs> yeah. on backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. does keep it does keep uh, yeah. more of the water out. I found. Yeah. That's that actually is a story about a motorcycle crash I heard where the guy had put the jacket on backwards. And they nearly turned his head all the way around. Oh, they I, thought, I they, never heard that before. They, he crashed and they thought his head had been twisted. So, yeah, don't listen to Michael about <laughs> how to dress yourself because... No, I was actually... It's wait, true. He, I was going to tell well, you, you have to buy one size bigger because they, it's a little bit different bend in the shoulders and the legs. You buy the size bigger. But it does. It keeps and, it out. Or you, you wear you a second that, one on. And uh, you know this because you keep spare clothes in your car along with what? Disguises. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, he's got a series of wigs and facial hair and, you know, contact cement so he can glue it on. Mm-hmm. You know, you leave him alone for half an hour, he'll look like Earl. <laughs> Shears, hair coloring. Listen, you never know what you're going to have to do. Yeah, you know? no, yeah. I know. Well, the, you know, the most distinguishing feature of any human being is their hairline. And with the number of wigs you have in there, you can change your hairline a lot. You, you make this sound like you, it's you like, like, like a William joke. You look like William Shatner. Yeah. You make this sound like it's a joke. Oh, but, no, but, no. But what if no. I told you right now the Hague's outside? No. <laughs> uh, uh, I would I point to out to something. the fact that I know all the exits from this building. <laughs> yeah, including the security Including windows. the one right here next to me <laughs> that looks like a window. And that roll of 550 cord in my bag, <laughs> I'm going to say, ta-ta. Hey, we got a, you know, don't catch me. You can't catch me. we got a great show planned for you today. Uh, we've got, uh, if everything works out, this could be wonderful. Right now, we've got scheduled on the, on the program, we've got uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey from Brevard County in Florida. We have Mr. Craig DeLuz from the Firearms Policy Coalition. Uh, Major Bill should be with us later today. And then perhaps even uh, an additional guest, which uh, is not confirmed yet. So I'm just going to leave you right there. And we're going to do everything we can. But for That'd now, you're listening. chain. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. 
Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com.
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and welcome back to the next level segment of the show. Hey, we have a we got a guest right on the line. We're just gonna we're just gonna jump right into it. We have uh, with us uh, Attorney Eric Friday. Eric is General Counsel for Florida Carry, one of the premier grassroots gun rights organizations in the country and definitely the top one here in uh, or the only one here in Florida that, uh, that makes a difference. So, we so make Eric, on the top. Well, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eric, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on again. Hey, no problem. No problem. Hey, um, you and I last week, as as with the, the rest of, uh, you know, Florida Carry, we had, uh, had the opportunity to sit and watch uh, you guys uh, work some, do what you do, do what you do last week. And I wanted to, to, to give you this time to to, to talk to the audience and everybody about what what happened this past week and the kind of things that you guys do for everybody uh, that's you know fighting for gun rights. Well, we had a uh, trial in Daytona Beach for uh, a client of mine by the name of uh, AB. We use his initials because uh, for his privacy, as we protect the privacy of all our members. But <clears throat> his guns were taken away from him when he was uh, taken in for an involuntary examination a few years ago. And we got all his guns back a few months after uh, we filed suit, but we had the trial last week because when we got the guns back, they had all been damaged, including an antique Japanese rifle um, that his grandfather had brought back. And they had allowed the guns to rust, uh, had pitting. I mean, it was it was bad. And they had even damaged the bolt carrier of the Japanese rifle and had uh, also done damage to two cowboy action-style pistols. Uh, had actually lost the pins, and on top of that, they stole his iPod and stole his uh, yeah, uh, some other some personal medication. property there. Yeah, he had on on his on his gear. Yeah. So it was it was a pretty bad case, and uh, the interesting thing was uh, one of the greatest moments I've ever had in, in my trial experience was having a uh, chief of police, now a sheriff, get on the stand, lie about whether the guns were damaged or not, yeah, yeah. wouldn't even admit that they were damaged. Not, wouldn't ask him to admit if, they, if he did the damage or his department did the damage, just are these damaged guns? And he said no. And then one of his own officers who was there that night got on the stand and said, that gun was not taken care of properly and was not stored properly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I watched it happen. Watched it happen. And uh, that uh, that sheriff, former chief you had on the stand, I, I told the guys here, I said, I think he may have played professional dodgeball at one time because he had the five Ds going for him. He was doing the, the dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge of all questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he, he definitely could, had his talking points memorized. He couldn't give a straight answer if his life had depended on it. And um, apparently thinks that despite the lack of any formal education, he is more of a more knowledgeable about mental health examinations than uh, th- than anybody else with an actual license to do so. Because as he told us, he had a PhD in life. Right, right, right. Yeah. Remind me not to let him trach me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, you know, Eric, one of the one of the, the big things that I that I noticed there that that what what you guys were doing was this is somebody who got their guns uh, taken away uh, for six six seven months, and I and I don't want I do want to point out that. Uh, this was involuntary, and 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 AB was released. It you know he was a he was a veteran who had been going through some stress, found out some unfortunate news, had a couple extra drinks, and that was pretty much the extent of it. Um, that was it. And and you know and, um, and then you know somebody somebody that uh, probably just a little overzealous, you know, with being very cautious, folks. If listen, if you've got any doubt in your mind that somebody might be uh, uh, you know threatening suicide or harm to themselves you know call, call the authorities or call somebody you know that's that's what happened here and that's that's where it should have ended for this gentleman except 
And listen, my my feelings, my belief from what I saw there and what I've seen previously, this chief <laughs> chief of, uh, law enforcement official is not a Second Amendment supporter in any way. Well, and and guys, this this is the unfortunate thing, and uh, yeah, I can I can talk about this a little bit now. Uh, it came out during some of the depositions. Um, Ab never made a threat to harm himself. He thought the National Veterans Crisis Line was there to give him somebody to talk to right. early in the morning rather than waking up a friend. Right. He didn't threaten suicide. He didn't threaten to harm himself or anybody else. He called in just to have somebody to talk to. And if, if these crisis lines out, yeah, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. If they thought there was a danger, yes, they should have done exactly what they did. Right. But if they overreact every time and don't, you know, sometimes just stop and listen for a minute, um, it makes people scared to call. It makes people scared to do the right thing and and, call, and reach out for help. Um, and that, that's a real problem. We, we've got a serious crisis with our um, – not just with our veterans, but with a lot of other people in this country who need um, – need mental health services, and a lot of them are scared because they're afraid what's going to happen to my Second Amendment rights. And when it's temporary, that's one thing. But when a government tries to just keep it in place and, and deprive you of your property, that's a whole other level of deprivation of constitutional rights. Yeah, and, and, and this was, uh, you know, at least in the state of Florida, because uh, we always have the concern, as we talk about all the time, you listen, if, if there's somebody deserves to have their firearms or needs to have their firearms taken away, as long as there's due process, then that's good. And in Florida, there is due process for when they are taken away and then provides for them to, to be returned to you. And this is why you guys got involved, because you have, I don't know, I don't want to use the wrong word here, a rogue administrator who decides his views on the Second Amendment are, are different than the law, so he's going to do what he wants to do. And that's what ended up happening here and why you guys got involved. Well, and I will tell you all this, one of the, uh, one of the pretrial hearings we had in this case, um, <clears throat> the, the city attorney actually told the judge that it wasn't up to the legislature to decide who should and should not or what the qualifications were for taking away somebody's gun rights, that it should be left up to the police officers on the scene because they were the ones that were there, and they should be making those decisions, not the legislature. And, and you know, in the moment, I can accept that. And if, if we had been talking about in the moment, fine, yes, the legislature's not there, and police officers have to make a snap judgment sometimes, you know, in the moment. But once the crisis is over, you either give them back, or if you're that convinced that the person's a danger, you apply to the court to have them declared mentally unfit to own firearms for, for the time being. Right. There's a process there. Florida Carry actually helped support and uh, pass, along with the NRA a couple of years ago, a bill to make it uh, – to, to better identify people who might need those type of services and that type of temporary restriction, along with a clear path for a restoration of the right. But th this, this department just went off the rails and did what they wanted to do. And the other thing that – that we came that came out last week in the trial was that just the week before another person had approached Florida Carey because they had had their guns taken by the sheriff department, which is now run by the same person that was the chief of police in AB's case. Eric, what's the next step now that uh, you've completed the trial? You got to wait for a, a ruling by the judge. I guess he reserved his ruling. Well, yeah, he reserved. He was uh, he had a three day jury trial 
to continue starting the next morning early. We were 5.30 getting out of there, uh, and he was headed to a judicial conference this coming week. So we're expecting a two-week, two- or three-week delay in him getting an order out to us. Uh, I feel fairly confident in that we, that we proved our case. Uh, the, the big question in my mind is, what is the judge going to award in terms of damages? But I, I think we definitely proved our case and showed that the department had a practice, a procedure, a policy. Uh, yeah, they, this chief wanted to call it anything but what it was. He, he, he was trying to play games with the legislature that the legislature didn't use the exact right word for what he had. You know, the legislature threw out about five or ten terms in the statute, and he, he went looking through the thesaurus to find out what else he could call it. Right. In fact, I think what struck me was the, uh, it's not a procedure, it's a process. Or if it's not a process, it's a protocol. Yeah. It's, yeah. Any word that they can think of that isn't in the legislative history. Right. Well, yeah, one of our sister organizations, Georgia Carey, uh, uh, their attorney did a case up in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, earlier this year. Uh, the appellate court came back and said that uh, making arguments like that was lawmaking as a comedy with a hapless legislature chasing a wily city until one of them tired of the chase or they exhausted the thesaurus. <laughs> and that that court did not let the city get away with the case, with it up there in Madison, Wisconsin. And I certainly hope this judge doesn't let uh, Mr. Chitwood get away with it here in Florida. Eric, uh, thank thank you for joining us. That's uh, we got we got to wrap up the segment. Listen, uh, as soon as we get word back on this, or you know, another issue pops up, let's get you back in here. We want to we want to continue to uh, to to hear more about uh, you fighting for everybody's rights, not just the members in second uh, Florida Carry. So thank you again for joining us. Flor- Hello, thanks guys. Yeah, Check him out, FloridaCarry.org. When we get back, we should have uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivy with Brevard County from us. You listen to Arms Room Radio, so stick around. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? 
Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C USA.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, this is the Gun Tech USA segment of the program, and we just want to say hello to everybody out at Gun Tech USA. And if you don't have some Gun Tech USA products on your gun, you, you need to check them out. Go to GunTechUSA.com. It's GunTechUSA.com. If you're in the industry, uh, in the firearms industry, and you're a dealer, you're, you got you know somebody in a store and you want some product, go to GunTechUSA.com. And now listen, if you're the individual and you want to purchase some items, there's there's an outlet now. You can go to TacticalTransition.com. Just go to TacticalTransition.com, and you can buy GunTech USA products for yourself and get them shipped straight to you at your house. Because you know what? They don't have the serial numbered part. They got everything else, but they don't have the serial numbered part. So you can do anything you want to your ARs. They've got some shotgun accessories. They've got some AK accessories. But if you're in the AR parts hunt, go to GunTech USA. Excuse me. Go to TacticalTransition.com and see everything that you can purchase for them. Hey, uh, we were scheduled to have Sheriff Wayne Ivey from Brevard County on the program right now, but but he's a he's a busy man. He's a sheriff. They got uh, they got something going on there is the message we got. So as soon as he's free, we'll we'll plug him in uh, you know later on the show. So for for now, we're just going to we're going to we're going to move forward. We're going to drive on with what we've got and, and give you some of the other the other program for today. Um, listen, if you're in the Fargo, North Dakota area, I wanted to pass on this to you. Uh, this is uh, in First off, I'm not talking about that movie or that TV show. That's uh, not there's Fargo. No, yeah, right. there's, there's not there's not a joke following this or anything like that. But if you're in the Fargo, North Dakota area, the Cass County Sheriff's Office is set to hold its third annual firearms auction on August 11th. That's its third annual firearms auction on August 11th. I yes. might need to check my calendar. Oh, shit. There we go. Uh, it's firearms of all kinds, as well as accessories, air guns, and other sporting goods will be up for grabs. The auction will be held in the Cass County Law Enforcement Center. This is located, if you, if you want to write this down, 1612 23rd Avenue, North and Fargo. 1612 23rd Avenue, North and Fargo. So if you're in Fargo, if you're in North Dakota, yes, yes, Kevin, yes. You, you have to be a North Dakota resident. Oh, what? Yeah. Right. Well, doors open at 9 oh, a.m. for a viewing of the items with the auction itself starting at 10 a.m. We get a, one of the local gun shops to pick it up. Oh, there you go. Hey, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Those hoping to bid on a firearm must be a North Dakota resident with a valid ID and pass a background check. The law states that you must be 18 to buy a long gun and 21 to buy a handgun. Yeah, I'm sure. Listen, you go to your local, uh, yeah. you go, you go yeah. to your local yeah. dealer and, and they'll pick lo- them up for you. Get a local dealer because yeah. yeah. you know they're gonna be there. Yeah. They're oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you really want it, I'll pick it up. We'll put it on the book. Sure. And then we do yeah. the transfer yeah, fee and, uh, and and the guy not, still gets paid. Not not trying to do anything nefarious. Just. That way, that, oh, that, that's a legal a, aspect. There's a method. There's a method. That, that's Without, a legal aspect know, of an out-of-state resident 
getting a firearm. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, speaking of uh, legal and nefarious, uh, let me let me ask you about uh, <laughs> another story that's popped up over here. There's a judge out of Tennessee. Oh yeah. I don't know if you'd say this. A judge out of Tennessee is giving inmates a unique way to reduce their sentences. Yeah. The the spade and neuter judge. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He. It's, he says, have a vasectomy. This program oh, was, that's not all I said. Well, the, this program <laughs> was issued in May after Judge Sam Benningfield signed a standing order which permitted inmates to have their sentences shortened by 30 days in exchange for the sterilizing procedure. Do you have thoughts, gentlemen? Thoughts? Brilliant. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> brilliant. brilliant. On, on, on one hand, as, as a uh, law-abiding citizen, okay, you know, treatment, treatment of the... Uh, of the uh, inmates and all that, but then if I were an inmate, that's it. Thirty days. Well, uh, I'm thinking this might be. You, uh, you know, got a year. This sounds like it might be. Uh, I haven't I haven't checked his courthouse, but this is definitely not going to be the state penitentiary. This is probably the <laughs> local jail where they keep you up to a year, that that kind of thing. Uh, just just so there's no no cries of, uh, of 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 sexism here. Female inmates can also get the birth control implant, uh, Nexplanon or Nexplan, however you say it, which prevents pregnancy for four years. For the same sentence reduction. Now, I this is my initial worry, Kevin. I see this, and uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, what's the what's the ramifications for this? Or you know, how is ACLU involved? Is this uh, what if it's, you know oh, somebody? No, 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 that's voluntary. ACLU ain't got nothing. Well, sure, sure, but uh, I, I'm sure they could find a way into this, and we'll get to that well, a little yeah, bit further in the story. They can always find a way. Right, right. But here's my initial thought: is are people going to be abusing the system? I mean, if the guy's at home and he knows he needs a vasectomy, <laughs> can he go out and, and, and get, go, yeah, go get a DUI? Go get, I'm going to go get a DUI so mm-hmm. I, can, I can, honey, I didn't have any choice. Listen, it's was, five grand I for the DUI defense, but it's like eight grand for the vasectomy. Yeah, so I, we, we come out ahead here. You I know? know, we're saving three grand. Yeah. Honey, I couldn't help it. It, it wasn't voluntary. I, I got, I, I was in jail. They made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's. Pretty close to brilliant. Yeah, your, your yeah. Thought I mean, process it, there. If you're gonna if you're gonna go ahead and do it like that, I mean that's uh, th- I think that's that's a great that's a great way to try and uh, to try and to try and get it back. Uh, uh hey, you know what? Uh, we, we're I'm just getting I'm just getting the wave here. We have a uh, uh, sheriff Ivy is uh, is on the is on the line. He's he's cleared up what uh, what, what he got busy on. Listen, like what we said, folks, busy man, busy man. He's uh, he got I'm sure tied up on something and, and now he's with us on the on the on the line with us. We have a. Uh, uh, sheriff Wayne Ivey, he's the sheriff of uh, Brevard County in Florida. You, you, you know him. He's a, He's been standing up for, for people's Second Amendment rights and personal freedoms and rights here for, for quite a while. So, uh, Sheriff Ivey, welcome back to the program. Hey, glad to be back, guys. Sorry I'm running a little bit late. No, that's okay. That's all right, Sheriff. We know, we know you're a busy man. Hey, we got about... Uh, Three four segment or three four minutes left in this segment. Then we'll we'll, we'll get to the next one. We're just we're just covering. I don't know if you saw this story. Just to get your general opinion on it, there's a judge up at the uh, with one of, in one of the counties up there in Tennessee who's giving the opportunity for 30 day reductions in sentences if you get a vasectomy or if you're a woman you get the uh, the birth control implants. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't even know how to start to have an opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. on <that. laughs> well, we we don't want to corny on that. That's called a disclaimer. Yeah. We do. We, <laughs> All right. I, I, I hope my mind doesn't even start to think about stuff like that. That's uh, pretty frightening. Um, yeah, we, I don't want to. I don't want to corner you on that. I just wanted to get your uh, your, your quick opinion <laughs> on that. Um, Sheriff, listen. Uh, next segment, we got a full segment with you. I want to talk to you about um, uh, your response and what uh, we, we've been preaching now since you put it out uh, here recently to 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 the run and hide policy that uh, that we see all over the place. So. Uh, 
I want that next segment. We get back for the break. I want to talk to you about that. With the last two three minutes here, I wanted to ask you. There's actually a recent uh, uh, incident that happened over in your county. Now it's in the city in Coco, so it's not your your agency handling it. But uh, there was a gentleman who who drowned in a in a, in a, in a pond behind a, behind a, the subdivision, and four teens are seen on video laughing and saying, yelling at them, you're going to die, you're going to die. And it looks like, uh, from what the state attorney is saying over there, Phil Archer, that there's not really, a, there's no crime in Florida. Florida doesn't have a depraved indifference crime like they do in many other states. Um, if, if you'd seen this and just what your reaction is to that. Now, again, I don't want you to, if you can't see anything because it's another agency in the county doing it, don't. No, no. You know, but, yeah, but, you know, I mean, uh, uh, obviously the um, Cocoa Police Department's work in that case, but I can tell you just from a, a general aspect of it, I was on the phone yesterday with our state attorney, Phil Archer, who um, uh, he and I were discussing the, the aspect that we need to either pattern after some of the other states or create our own legislation that makes sure that if this uh, horrific incident ever happens again somewhere, there is an ability to go after the perpetrators on it. And so I know um, Phil and his team and Chief Cantaloupe and their team have been looking at, at the different aspects, the different possibilities right now. But while they're doing that, um, uh, we're going to be working with our legislators to try and make sure we don't ever have to, to face this issue again. Yeah, and I, I looked through the statute last night and thought to myself, listen, obviously Phil Archer and, and, and you, Sheriff, are better legal mind than I have, but I was like, there's got to be something here. There's got to be something. And no matter what I could find, no matter what angle, it always came back to, listen, you could be guilty of this if it was in the commission of the felony. And I thought perhaps with these kids out there doing the their misdemeanor drugs, the marijuana that they alleged to have done, maybe it could be tied. But no, I, I mean, I, I couldn't really find anything to tie it in. Even culpable negligence doesn't doesn't fit this one. But like you said, if there was a depraved indifference, like in other states, Perhaps, but and 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 that's wonderful that uh, that you and the state attorney over there would be uh, looking at moving forward with uh, you know recommended legislation. Yeah, you know, it's uh, in addition to that, uh, I was reached. Uh, I had our office was reached out for today by Representative Goodson, one of our House members, yep. who uh, was asking, "How can I help? What can we do to to make sure we don't have this in the future?" And you know. I, I got to tell you, there's another solution for this and probably need more time in the next segment to go into it. But there's another solution to this. And it comes back to teaching kids about character, yeah. teaching kids about responsibility. And it's a lost it's, it's a lost art in, in our society today. And, um, you know, we shouldn't have to have a law to be able to charge somebody uh, for something like this. We should have right now uh, four kids that are paraded as heroes because they took action to save a life instead of laughing and taunting an individual who was, was obviously in distress. Yeah, and, and that's it. You know, you, Who would have thought we'd ever needed this law because who would have thought these kids would have just stood there and done, did what they did? So, uh, Sheriff, hang out with us for another, another couple seconds here. We're going we're gonna to go to the break, and then we'll be back with uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey here on Arms Room Radio. We'll, we'll see you in a few. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, we're going to jump right back in with our guest here. We have Sheriff Wayne Ivey, the sheriff of Brevard County in Florida. Uh, sheriff, thanks for hanging in there with us. Sorry to break. Oh, no, I'm glad to, guys. Glad to. Uh, hey, Sheriff, uh, it was, what was it, uh, just about a month, month and a half ago now when uh, we had Run and Hide come out of uh, London again with, with uh, all of their you know, terrorist attacks, and, uh, and, and we, got your, we got your action video there, and I wanted to give you the opportunity to, to talk to us about that action video and the four A's, the things that uh, you're recommending for everybody to do and why you recommend for all of us to do this. Yeah, sure. You know, um, one of the things that, uh, you know, we saw in, in London uh, was – uh, they were talking about how people were instructed to run, hide, and tell. And, uh, you know, we, we're, we're past that. We are in a different world today, a different, um, a different threat level. 
Um, and, you know, right after the Pulse Night shooting, our, our agency sat down. You know, I was there that morning, and uh, I, I went over to offer our resources, our condolences, just our, our thoughts and prayers to uh, Sheriff Demings and, and Chief Mina. And, uh, you know, I, I sat back. In fact, as I was driving home, I was thinking to myself, the the people in that nightclub did exactly what we coached them to do. They ran and they hid, right. you know, because for, for a long, long time, law enforcement has told people, run, hide, fight. And we never mixed it up. We never said you might fight and then run and then hide. We always just said it in the same way because it flowed so nice. Right. And so on the way back, I thought that's what they did. They ran and they hid and they waited for either law enforcement to come save them or the killer to find them and kill them. And unfortunately for 49 in that incident alone, um, that's what happened. So our team revamped. I brought in our, our SWAT commander. I brought in our training coordinators, our, our people that I believe are truly some of the best-minded um, tactical people in the country. And we sat down, and, and we, we actually said, we're not going to teach run, hide, fight anymore. And, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. This is, this is America. This is the greatest country on the planet. We've won every battle we've ever been in, not by – running and hiding we want it by standing shoulder to shoulder together and attacking our enemy and that's what they don't expect they don't expect to be attacked in fact they plan on not being attacked and so we came up with the four A's of survival and there is no specific order to it it's not do this then this it, it is a tool to hopefully save your life yeah and, and this is uh, awareness uh, arm, avoidance, and attack. Awareness, arm, avoidance, and attack. And then, like you said, this doesn't have to be with a gun. Listen, if you happen to find yourself in one of those, you know, hated uh, gun-free zones, but you're trying to obey the law, you know, maybe it's a maybe it's a, a chair, maybe it's a, you know, it's anything, you know, it's, it's fire a, extinguishers, a, whatever it happens to be. But you know, it's a, obviously, and we've heard you before to, you know, if you're if you're eligible and and you have the uh, the means to do so, uh, you know, get a firearm, get the training, and 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 uh, and. And you know, guard yourself and your family. You know, what, what we've told people is if you're somebody that has a concealed carry, carry, you, um, carry it every place you're legally allowed to carry it. It's not doing you any good at home. It's not doing you any good in the car. You need to have it on you. But just as important is go practice with it. Um, you know, on the break, I, I heard um, one of the advertisements talking about the most likely place you'll face a violent encounter is at work. Um, you know, go practice in the environments. Go Go, um, uh, go to the range. Go, um, you know, even if you just are, are at your house in a safe environment and, and the weapon is safe, practice, um, you know, getting on target, practice carrying the weapon, all of those things. Because the, the reality is if it's not something you practice all the time, when, when the incident happens, you're not going to be ready for it. And, you know, I used to, I used to coach high school wrestling, and I, I would always laugh because my kids would come to me and they'd say, Coach, I just saw so-and-so use this incredible move. I'm going to use it in my next match. And I'd always tell them, no, you're not. Because if you haven't practiced it 500 times in practice, it's not going to work in a wrestling match. Well, we're not talking about a wrestling match. We're talking about saving your life, which is a million times more important. So we've we got to get everybody, if you're going to carry it, understand the importance of practicing with it, understand the importance of practicing save your life. But let's be honest, not everybody is comfortable carrying a firearm not everybody believes in their heart they could use a firearm so part of the arm when we look at those four a's part of the arm is environmental arming what's in the room you could use is there a knife on the table at the gala you're at is it a fire extinguisher is it a chair all of all of those things you have to think about ahead of time and actually that ties into the awareness aspect 
Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely, Sheriff. And and with with the training, like like we we say on here all the time, and I, I know you've you've talked about it also. Uh, first, go out and get proficient. Once and then once you get proficient, find some more training for something you've never done before. Find something that that takes your raises your heart rate during the training. Because you you listen, we learned this uh, the hard way in law enforcement for for many years. You stand there and you shoot at the target at the end of the range. That's great for uh, qualifying. But when it's time to go do it under a stressful situation, you find that, wow, people, uh, they're, they're not responding the way they should because, well, they've never trained in elevated heart rate. So, so find it. And, Sheriff, you guys offer that training there to your citizens in Brevard County. We, we do. We're, as far as I know, we're the only agency that offers this caliber of training. It's called self-defense through tactical shooting and decision-making. It's an eight-hour course. The cost is uh, $75. Um, you bring your own gun. Um, you bring 100 rounds of ammo. And you're going to learn from what I believe are some of the best firearms, tactical firearms instructors in the country, our, our actual career development unit that teaches our deputies how to survive in tactical scenarios. Um, you're also going to hear from our state attorney, Phil Archer, who we spoke about earlier. Phil comes in and does a, a classroom presentation on stand your ground, castle doctrine, self-defense. As I tell everybody, this, this course is as much about when not to shoot as it is when to shoot, but it's also totally about preparedness you're going to shoot um, a shoot don't shoot simulator where we're going to put you in a computer um, uh, simulator and you're going to have to make decisions about do you have to shoot to survive Um, and then of course we're going to put you out on the range and you're going to shoot over 100 rounds through your gun in those amped up scenarios like you just explained and our team does a really good job at designing the scenarios to the person, to the, you know, the person. We, we've had people that have come out before in um, uh, wheelchairs that are confined to wheelchairs. We've had people that have come out before that um, require a cane to walk. Um, we've had, um, uh, in fact, in almost every class, we have people that have never shot a gun before. And believe it or not, when they leave, they're usually the best shooters because they didn't have any bad habits when they showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly I love those right. kind of students. training scars. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Sheriff, there's a there's a there's a candidate up for uh, for for governor here in Florida, and I'm not asking you to, to come out ahead of time and support anybody, but he brought up open carry again and campus carry, uh, and 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 your views there again are, are are different than others that we see in the news and other, in the media. Why do you support the the open carry and the campus carry? Well, um, open carry, I'll, I'll take that first. Open open carry to me, it, it really comes down to a couple um, fundamental things. First and foremost, the Second Amendment is very clear. You have the right to bear arms. It doesn't say you have to carry it under a jacket, it, you know, any of that. And it's very clear. So, that you know, I, I'm a constitutional sheriff, and um, I, I tell people all the time, and they think I'm joking, but if you roll up my left sleeve, the Constitution is tattooed on my arm. I, I'm committed to it. I believe in it. I took an oath to it. Um, you know, so that, that's step one. Step two is I truly believe that open carry is a deterrent to crime. And when, when we consider that, you know, um, I, one of the things that plugs me in that direction is in 1987, the University of Massachusetts did a uh, government-funded um, uh, research. And what they did was they interviewed 1,800 inmates in 10 different states. They were, they were violent inmates, and they asked them all a, temp, uh, a series of templated questions. The questions were about victimology. In other words, how do you select your victim? 80, I think it was 82% of them said that when they pick a victim, if they found out the victim had a gun, the intended victim had a gun, they picked another victim. That's, yeah. that's a crime deterrent to me. If I'm concealed, they don't know if I have it or not. So I'm walking from the movie theater to my car. They see me. They don't know if I have it or not. They may try. Um, however, if they see it, they're going to they're think twice about it. Um, they also, in that study, 90-something percent of them said 
that they worried more about being shot by a citizen than they did by a law enforcement officer. So, you know, if you just use this one study that dates back to 1987, which is still the most profound study of its kind, where they interview 1,800 violent offenders, you can see what's really going through the criminal's mind. Um, and I, as I tell everybody, if you want to see that in, in real time, uh, go, go on your search engine on your computer and search pawn shops that have been robbed. Right, right. All right. Nobody's going in a pawn shop where everybody's got a gun and start shooting. Google search fights at the gun show. None. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to the gun show and show off. Everybody's got a gun there. Nothing happening. So Nothing happening. It, it levels the playing field, and the criminal knows the playing field's level at that point. And then, you know, I, I take it a couple steps further. Forty-five other states have some form of um, open carry. Um, logic would tell us that we're headed in that direction. So right. I want to, you know, I want to work with our, our, our legislatures, our, our other law enforcement entities to make sure that we create a bill here that protects what I call the three C's, and that is our citizens, our Constitution, and our cops. Sheriff, we appreciate you uh, calling in. We've, we're, we're up against the break, and, uh, and we'll get back on we, uh, with you here soon. We've got, we've got some other stuff to talk to you about in the next couple of weeks. So thank you again to Sheriff Ivy for joining us on the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. And, and, and with that, 
We still have on the on the phone with us, we have our guest, uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey, the sheriff of Brevard County. We're just going to bring him back in right away. We're going to do a little little quick get right back to it. Sheriff, before we, uh, before we left for the break, we were talking about campus carry and open carry, and you were discussing the three C's, and I'm going to let you jump back into it right there. Yeah, I got I got wound up, man. You get me talking about Second Amendment, I'm rolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, what I was saying, we, we were talking about open carry and campus carry. And, you know, I, I think what we have an opportunity right now to do is to work as not only as law enforcement officers um, uh, with our legislators to um, to create a great bill that, that allows open carry, but gives us a chance to work on what I call the three C's, and that is um, creating a bill that protects our citizens, our cops, and our Constitution. And so... Um, you know, you'll, you'll see that um, coming back up um, this year. I think last year we got really close with um, a, a really nice bill that was going to fix a lot of the, the issues, um, and unfortunately it died in the last agenda, but I think we'll be able to fix that. Campus care comes back to what I've always said. Um, we know that these active shooters are looking for soft targets. When you hang a sign out front that says no guns allowed, the only people that are going to be in there with guns are going to be the bad guys. And so, um, you know, we – we have, um, you know, right now, in effect, we have our, our um, concealed carry. You have to be 21 to have that. Um, if you're 21 and you're a responsible person that has a concealed carry across the street at the hardware store, you're responsible enough to carry it anywhere you're going to need to protect yourself. So um, I'll definitely be supporting those. And I can tell you there's a whole host of law enforcement officers, sheriffs, um, that are going to support those as well this time around. That, that, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. And let, you know, one of the points that we always bring up with uh, with campus carry, and and obviously what we always hear from the other side is kids and guns, kids and guns. Well, it's just like like you said, Sheriff, 21, 21 to, to carry the concealed firearm. You still have to meet those rules. Now, there's, I believe there's there's two exceptions to that, and that is one, you're a law enforcement officer and you're under 21, which which we still have some agencies that start them at 19, um, and then you have the the, the veteran or active duty service member that's allowed to get under age now in Florida, one of the other rules that was passed here in the past couple of years, four or five years ago. So these are people with an additional extreme amount of training uh, that are that are already employed to save life, liberty, and property, uh, and, and to be allowed to have those firearms on campus without without being uh, you know uh, chastised for them. Now, obviously, the law enforcement can carry them there without the worry about the campus carry bill, but it's just to, to point out that there can be under a, under 21 with those firearms there. Um, yeah, and, and, and this you know, is when you, when you start talking about those two groups that you just talked uh, that you just spoke of. Um, the the bigger question is why wouldn't we want them to have the ability to protect yeah. you know themselves and those around them? So those those are no brainers to me. And uh, you know I, I know um, uh, especially with the campus care we'll get pushed back again this time. Um, but it, it just really comes down to everyone needs to take a deep breath and realize. We are at a different point in society than we have ever been before. And, you know, uh, uh, when, when we put out our last video telling people how to protect themselves in the forays, somebody uh, sent me an email and said, well, how many terrorist attacks have you had in Brevard County? Obviously, they did not support the message. Right. But the, the, the answer to that is it's not just about a terrorist attack. Uh, when, when you look at an active shooter scenario, you look at somebody today, they're, they're taking knives, they're, they're taking trucks, explosives, everything else. When you, when you look at the aspect of someone that has made up their mind that they came to a location to kill people, it doesn't matter what their motivation is. It doesn't matter if they're motivated by terrorism, if they're motivated by a mental health issue, or if they're motivated because they're mad at their spouse. Their intent is what matters, and their intent was to come in and kill people. And the only thing that's going to stop that is, as I tell everyone, great law enforcement agencies have great response times, but a violent criminal is going to take your life in seconds. So you're the first line of defense. 
Yeah, absolutely. Listen, and it may not be, you know, whether it's a terrorist act or it's not, you had the Pulse shooting with 49 killed, and that was a gun-free zone, thanks to Florida law, because alcohol is served there, primary alcohol is served there, and the firearms were not there. Now, do we know if a firearm there may have stopped it? Well, we know it, it, it took away their chance. It took away their opportunity. You know, so we, so we, we know that's well, gone. Um, and I think you have to take it even a step further. Um, it, it set the playing ground. It, 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 it you know, it, it named where the event was going to take place at because they knew it was a gun-free zone. Right. The killing field. The killing field. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, Fort, Fort Lauderdale Airport uh, last year. That you know, that it's it, this is another one where everybody we all know open carry uh, is, is is legal in 45 other states, just not in Florida. Florida is one of five. Florida is one of six that if you're licensed, you can't carry in the unrestricted portion of the airport. Now, I'm not talking the past the TSA agents, past anything there, you know, uh, past the restricted area, but in that, that area. This is the same way where if I'm the guy delivering soda at college and I got to walk in there, I, I can't take my firearm in there to protect myself. Well, if I'm going to pick up somebody at the airport that's, you know, picking up bags or I'm the taxi driver, I can't take my firearm into that section of the airport because it's illegal in Florida. These are just more places where we've disarmed people where maybe an armed person could have, maybe have, would have made the difference. That's, that's right. And, you know, again, it, it picks the venue. It helps the, the shooter or the terrorist pick the venue where they're going to do the, um, the incident at. So, you know, I, I think we have to, to look past this right now and say, man, this is a different place. It's a different time. And, you know, in, in one of our videos we said, this is war. And, and uh, someone said, this is not war. Well, when someone sticks a gun in your face and intends to kill you and your family, you better respond with war, yeah. because if not, you're going to be a victim. Uh, Sheriff, we've got about, uh, about two minutes left. Uh, we've got, I want to make sure we get to talk about this, and we'll be promoting it a little bit more here. Uh, the Space Coast Public Service Awards coming up in uh, September 23rd. I wanted to give you the opportunity to tell us about this program. Uh, it's an incredible program. We uh, had the first one last year. It's an opportunity for us to recognize um, uh, public safety members throughout um, Brevard County, uh, you know, people, people that have, have been protecting others for a long, long time. And, and uh, we started last year. We actually, off the heels of it, have a Hall of Fame where people are inducted into the Public Safety Hall of Fame. That's in partnership with not only Space Coast um, Daily, but also with Eastern Florida State College, who houses the Hall of Fame for us. So, so I'm a great event. You can go to our website, BrevardSheriff.com, and uh, get more information about it. And if you know somebody out there that, that fits into the criteria of one of the, the um, nominating areas, Please nominate them. I think we have like a week left to do that um, and uh, get them the recognition they, they deserve because there's a lot of great people in Brevard County that are, are helping protect our community in so many different ways, and that's what the Public Safety Awards are about. Uh, Sheriff, thank you again for, for joining us on the program. Uh, you said it's, it's BrevardSheriff.com. BrevardSheriff.com. Yep. BrevardSheriff.com. BrevardSheriff.com. Check out there. You can see all of your action videos. You can get linked to it. You can go to uh, the Space Coast Public Service Awards. You can see all of that there. And, Sheriff, uh, again, it's, it's a pleasure having you on the program, and, uh, and we, hope to, we hope to see you soon. Man, I can't, can't wait to come back and join you guys. So thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you. That's uh, Sheriff uh, Wayne Ivey from uh, Brevard County. Listen, that's always a, always a treat. And we, when, he, when he wants to stick around a little bit extra and, and, uh, and talk to us, that's, uh, that's just good stuff. Uh, I, I really appreciate him. him uh, him, him tuning in oh, yeah. to the to the program. I, I think we were quite lucky. Yeah, yeah. You know, we uh, I, I remember we got to we got to run into him last year at the the gun rights policy conference. Uh, it's been a while since we'd seen him. And, no, and I think a... we more stalked him. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, I right, think sure. that was more stalking sure, him. True, yeah. true. He was like, "Why do you guys keep following me? <laughs> well, we just want to ask you a question at six. Uh, you're listening to Harvest Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll see you after the break.
Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the off. Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. <laughs> 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, now's the part of the program where I talk to you about the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Come out and meet national gun rights leaders and your fellow grassroots activists at the 32nd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference in Dallas, Texas, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, September 29th. 30th and October 1st. It's your once a year chance to network, get an insider look and plan pro gun rights strategies for the coming year. Um, Hey, on the line with us, we have Mr. Uh, Craig Deleuze. Craig is from the Firearms Policy Coalition. Uh, Craig, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing excellent. How are you gentlemen doing today? Good, good. Hey, uh, before we uh, before we get too deep into uh, into topics, uh, the the gun rights policy conference. In fact, I think that's where uh, we we met you. Uh, I don't know, last year, year before. I forget even when it was. Um, is you think this is is this worthwhile? Would you recommend this to people that that are involved or want to be more involved in uh, in, in in gun rights? I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, last year was a, was the, my first year attending, and I had an opportunity to go, and that's where that's where we met. Um, it's great because you're meeting people who are who are active and interested in the fight for civil rights. Not not just interested in guns, but understanding the importance of defending the right to be able to defend oneself. And it really gives you kind of a, a real kind of uh, not just a, a macro perspective, but also micro perspectives in the various different areas of the United States as to what's going on. Yeah, and it's 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 open. It's very. Uh, you know, it's it's formal and informal at the same time. You don't have to worry about, uh, well, those are those are big wigs over there. I don't know them. Listen, you come in, everybody gets the same name badge. Everybody gets a seat. There's no reserved seating except for the guy on the stage who happens to be speaking at the moment. And and by the time you leave, you know, Alan Gottlieb and the Second Amendment Foundation, they provided you with your, you know, listen, a whole library full of reference material on, on the gun rights, uh, you know, fight uh, you know, that we're facing. I still haven't finished all mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know, you know it's that is big, big words, big words. It's worth going. <laughs> Say that again, Craig. I'm sorry. I said that in and of itself makes it worth going. It is. Oh, and, yeah. And you the, know what it costs the, the for all The bag this? of books you walk out of there with, if you read that and remember it, you are you are going to be one of the most well-educated people on gun rights in your in your community. You know, it's it's enough to where uh, it's it's a listen. You could put a, a attendee and participant at the gun rights policy conference on a on a resume bullet. You know, it's it's that in depth. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be able to. Uh, to be that involved, if you go there, even if you go there and just observe, you're, you're involved in this program. You're, 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 it's a, it's, it's a great time, and we recommend, uh, we recommend going there. Uh, so, Craig, how are things going out there behind the behind the Western Wall? What's 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 new for you for us these days? Well, you know, the the fight is never ending here in the state of California. Luckily, Washington has pretty much wrapped things up and. Not one anti, anti-Second Amendment piece of legislation passed in Washington. In fact, there's one piece of legislation that was relatively good where we got some exemptions uh, to the background check uh, that, were, that were included. Um, in Oregon, the only bill that got through was the gun violence restraining orders or the, the uh, extreme risk protection orders, and that was authored and carried and pushed by, unfortunately, a Republican. Yeah. Uh, Senator Boquist there in Oregon. 
And uh, that was that was the, I call it the zombie build because no matter how many times you killed it, it kept coming back <laughs> yeah. to life. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, and this is outright accepted. Outright confiscation of firearms. You know, ex parte hearings with you know without you present, somebody can just turn around and uh, and 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 you well listen. I don't know that guy over there. He said some bad stuff to me. Whether and if they're a family member or a scorn, you know, uh, ex girlfriend, you know, ex ex boyfriend, you could end up uh, on the ground with uh, with no guns. And, uh, and and have no due process to get them back. That's the scary part. Yeah, and I know, and, and I know, especially Kevin. I know you better stay away from Oregon. That might be a little bit dangerous for you in that case. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't have any words to describe how disgusted I am with the suggestion that Oregon could possibly intimidate me. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon don't know who it's messing with. That's right. Or no, no, they most definitely do not. Um, but anyway, so here in the state of California, oh, in uh, in Nevada also, not one anti piece of anti Second Amendment legislation was able to get through. Only two, only two were able to even cross houses. Um, you know, I got to say, even those who who stand against, who who, who propose some of the legislation, I got to at least admit that they they at least were willing to listen in Nevada. And really hear some of the concerns of the folks who were who who, uh, who were opposing the legislation, um, even those who normally probably would have voted against it if they were in any other state, uh, made sure that the bill didn't get there, didn't didn't go anywhere. So uh, Nevada, at, at least for the moment, is safe. Uh, I, unfortunately, we can't say the same here in California. Uh, yeah, go 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 ahead. If you don't have one, I got one. Go go right ahead, sir. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've got a number of issues that we're dealing with, whether it's the, the full ban of open carry in the state of California. They're trying to get rid of the last opportunity, which is in rural counties, right. uh, unincorporated areas of counties. Um, they've also are getting rid of the ability for local school administrators to approve individuals to conceal carry on school grounds, even though five, only five school districts out of over 1,100 have policies allowing uh, allowing individuals to carry on campus. They're even telling those five school districts, no, we don't like the fact that you're doing this. Um, we've got a bill that, that limits uh, the ability to purchase uh, long guns to one every 30 days. We're already restricted to uh, one handgun every 30 days. This would, just, this would also prohibit one long gun or restricted to one long gun every 30 days. Um, and then the main thing that we've been dealing with have to do with the regulations, the implement, the, the implementation uh, uh, part of the anti-Second Amendment bills, the, the bans and the, the restrictions that they put on us last year. The California Department of Justice, I mean, they knew about all this stuff over a year ago. Right. And they still have – they cannot figure out how they're going to implement it. They've just introduced or they've just submitted – the third draft of the regulations for the ban on the bullet button semi-automatic right, rifles, right. and it is almost verbatim, with the exception of change dates, what they submitted before. <laughs> they keep turning in the same exact regulations and expecting different results, which, I don't know, isn't that supposed to be the definition of insanity? Yeah, that's, that's that is, the one. in fact, uh-huh. the definition yeah. of insanity. Doing the same thing uh-huh. over and over, expecting a different result. Yeah, well, so that's kind of what we're dealing with here in the state of California is how exactly they're going to implement it. And the main reason why these regulations are so important is twofold. One, so the people who decide that who, who want to comply with the law can know exactly how they can comply, what 
technology they can implement on their firearms to make them compliant, or if they choose not to add any technology, how they need to go about registering them as assault weapons, or to know exactly what crime they're going to be guilty of if they decide not to comply. Uh, but it's also, for us, helps us have a better idea of exactly what we're going to be able to sue the state on. Yeah, right. You don't know what to sue. The, if they don't have their policy set, you don't know what to sue them for or what to fight them for in legislation. That's that's kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah, I, I was taking a look at the, the ammo regulations. Like you said, they, they, on your on your assault weapons issues, they haven't put forth anything different or new. Well, your, your new ammo regulations and uh, restrictions uh, they just submitted that also last week the, those those uh, re, you know proposed regs for for your ammo ammo uh, transfer fees and uh, and, and right. licensing for ammo dealers and it's just ridiculous environmental impact exactly. taxes that's just the dealer portion of it and that that was the easiest part it's okay here's going to be the registration process uh, this is what the fee is going to be this is how often this is what the fee is going to be this is how you register it was the simplest of all the regulations, and yet it took them – I mean, they knew they were going to have to do this over a year ago. Why they just got it done, I have absolutely no idea. Um, it's going to charge like a two, almost a $200 fee annually for, for, yeah. for uh, non-FFLs to right. be able uh, to become a vendor, and that's per location. Right. So, like, you know, you can still, even though you can't purchase a, a firearm at a Walmart in California, you can usually still purchase ammunition. Well, they're all going to just say, nope, not going to bother. They're not going to bother getting their employees' background checked in order to be able to do it. Uh, So a lot of – there's going to be a whole lot of people who – a lot of bait-and-tackle shops, they're just going to decide they're not going to do it. So the the availability of ammunition is going – of ammunition – is going to start to go way, way down in the state. Right, and this is, this is uh, listen, it restricts uh, Internet sales unless it goes to somebody that's got this vendor license. You can't get it shipped to your home anymore, as you can in the, the rest of the country. Uh, you know, the, the, the purchaser has to get a $50 permit and get a background check before he could purchase this ammo. It's, it's, just, it's just crazy. Craig, we're, uh, we're up on the break here. Um, it's uh, firearmspolicy.org, and, and, and what's the Facebook channel? Facebook.com forward slash gun policy. Gun policy, and and we look forward to uh, seeing you back in two weeks. And until then, we'll see you for uh, we'll see you for coffee uh, over over the next two weeks on on your Facebook channel there. All right, gentlemen, you take care. Have a good weekend. Here you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Our thanks to Craig Deleuze, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios.
The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant Sean G. Adams died July 22, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Adams, 21, of Dixon, California, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 509th Parachute Infantry Regiment, 4th Brigade Combat Team, Airborne, 25th Infantry Division, Fort Richardson, Alaska. He died in Awaset, Iraq, of wounds sustained from an improvised explosive device. Adams was a soldier focused on his goals and resolute in doing his duty in Iraq, whatever the danger, according to his family. Adams entered Army Ranger School at 19 and became a paratrooper, earning a promotion to sergeant a few short years. He is survived by his wife, stepfather and mother, his father and stepmother, and three younger sisters. Army Sergeant Sean G. Adams, you are not forgotten. Any legal questions, reach out to me at maxlaurlando.com or at the office 407-480-2179 and always by cell 407-467-4960. That's the real cell number, folks. That's not the uh, the, the, the office cell that, uh, you know, he's got, uh, you know, for, for to screen calls. That's the... That's the same one we call him on. Yeah, uh, or maybe it is another one. Maybe it is a yeah, one. Where we, maybe hey, we're going to call him on another what's one. Going hey, what's going on? on? Uh, but, uh, Kevin, again, thank you for <laughs> for uh, sponsoring that segment of the program, folks. If you want when to... When you called me and said, show up with a shovel and roll of plastic, that was the number same you number, dialed. Same number. Yeah. Same number. <laughs> and just for the record, I was planting fig trees. You were, in yeah, fact, fig trees. Planting. You have to and line you, the ground underneath you wanted them. Uh, yeah. You wanted a, Moisture a weed barrier. barrier. Yeah, yeah weed there, barrier. You there you go. And... Folks, if you have someone you'd like to hear on Fallen Hero, whether it's a relative friend, uh, somebody you've read about, seen in a movie, you know, reach out to us, armsroomradio.com, and we would be uh, honored to make the Fallen Hero segment uh, for them. Hey, on the line with us, we have um, uh, Major Bill. Major Bill is the uh, Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio, and uh, and welcome back to the program, Major. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing today? We're going good. good. We're going good. How are things? Uh, how are things going in the world of law enforcement uh, for you this week? Well, you know, it's it's summertime. Uh, it's it's uh, it's always busy, uh, and we're trying to uh, get the messages out there for people to stay safe, especially when it comes to uh, burglaries and vehicle burglaries. Uh, people have a tendency to think that their cars are uh, sovereign places and that they can just leave stuff laying about. And uh, unfortunately, uh, we see a spike uh, in vehicle burglaries. Uh, that's that's pretty much uh, the trend that's going on right now. Let's uh, let's go over that real quick. Let's take a moment. What uh, what can you do to prevent your becoming a victim of a vehicle burglary? Well, you know, obviously, uh, we're, we're down here in Florida, but really anyplace else. If you have tinted windows, it makes it harder to see. As long as your tinting complies with the law of your state. Uh, the other thing too is. If you're going to, number one, don't leave anything inside uh, of your vehicle, anything of value, anything that's important to you, don't leave it in your vehicle. Right. If you have to leave it in your vehicle, lock it in the glove box, lock it in your center console, or at the very least, conceal it so that it's not easily visible. Stuff like that that's left out that's easily visible makes it become a crime of opportunity. Uh, the other thing, too, is lock your vehicles. I will bet you it's probably, I know from when I was working, 70, 80% of all vehicle burglaries were with vehicles that were unlocked. Yep. It's it's even higher now. Okay. 
uh, and people just for whatever reason they just they shut the door they don't think about it it's not like you know back in when we were growing up as kids where you had to physically lock the lock the uh, car remember you, yeah. you even had to hold the handle up right to make sure that that it locked now with key fobs and and push to start and things like that people That's tend right. to forget kevin you remember and, this uh, is back when you used to have to double knot the horse to the post before walking <laughs> yeah. a, walking away and you, 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 Mike, you beat me to it this time. <laughs> I believe you will note that that was a brontosaurus. A brontosaurus. There you go. That's true. That's and true. that was two. Yeah. Yeah. A, a good dinosaur well, will know, stay we, where you we, left it. That's true. That's true. Hey, you know, the Civil War jokes uh, come up. You know, Kevin always says he wasn't there. Well, I found out where Kevin was. Where was that? War time. I, he was actually over in China with the Opium Wars. <laughs> That's it. So, well. It was a war. He just wanted to fight something different. Yeah, he, you know. yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that that takes Chinese takeout to a whole other level. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take out those Chinese. <laughs> Bop. Wait a minute. I have to reload. Yeah, yeah. Bop. Okay. Wait a minute. I have to reload. Bop. I have your meal. But uh, you know, again, vehicle burglaries—they're crimes of opportunity. Uh, you, you get uh, what we call the door checkers—people just walking yeah. around, walking through a parking lot, just checking doors, and if something pops open. They're going to go in there and they're going to take your stuff. So yeah, and listen, I can't, I can't tell you just like Bill's telling you now. Put that stuff away. Take it inside with you, or, or lock it up, or, or or either hide it. Do the best you can. Unlike a a home burglary or a business burglary where they okay, look, people are not home here. That's why I'm going to make entry. Nobody's home. You know what they know about a car or a car burglary? That you're close. Your car's right there. They know you're close. They're not sticking around in your car for an hour. You know, they they want in and out as quick as they can. And if you if you make sure there's nothing visible, they're gonna stay away from your car. And and, and folks, you, you heard Bill say it. The numbers are even higher than I I, I remember. Uh, lock your doors. Lock your doors. Lock your doors. Lock your doors. And and you stand a much better chance of uh, of not becoming a victim. Absolutely. And uh, you know what this does. This this kind of segues into. Uh, uh, both the, the the crime tip uh, that I always like to give out and the Florida stories. Oh yeah, this Florida man was the victim of a crime, was he not? Yeah. Yes, he was, and you know, he was the victim of a vehicle burglary, if you can imagine that. All right, look at that. Uh, and it, so and he's uh, a duh. Yeah. <laughs> so if we all jump on our computers, because you know what program I love the most, Google Earth. Google right? Earth. Uh, we're gonna Google Earth. And we're gonna head up to Fort Walton Beach. Uh, and that's up there in the Panhandle of Florida, beautiful area, Okaloosa County. Uh, well, this, uh, this victim, uh, Mr. David Blackman, uh, actually, you know, he had his, he called the, the sheriff's office to report that his vehicle was broken into. Yep. Uh, and that he did have a loss. So the, uh, one of the fine, uh, deputies there from the Okaloosa uh, County Sheriff's Office responded out there take a report, probably process a vehicle, you know, and, and do what he needed to do. So he gets out there, and uh, Blackman tells the deputy on this, you know, this Sunday morning that someone broke into his car, uh, rifled through it, uh, took about $50 in cash, and where does the Florida dog come into? They also stole a quarter ounce of his cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so... True story, folks. Yeah, you, you, you know why? Why make something up when the truth is so much more funnier? Uh, so I'm sure that the, the look on the deputy's face when he saw Blackman goes, "Yeah, I'm a drug dealer." Uh, he actually said that to the deputy. I'm a drug dealer, uh, and they took fifty dollars in cash, and uh, and you know my cocaine. 
I just need so, a report yeah. so I can claim it on my insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, so the deputy, well, you know what? This is a crime. Let me examine the crime scene. Uh, so he showed me where it happened. Mr. Blackman shows him the vehicle. So as the deputy is uh, looking around and processing on the vehicle, what does he find? He finds more cocaine. Yep. He finds a crack rock and a crack pipe. So being faced with a felony and Mr. Blackman identifying that this is his vehicle and this is the inside of it was under his care, custody, and control, the deputy did what? He Gave him a police report Blackman. so he can prosecute him for insurance fraud, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, yeah, let's go for the hat trick. If we're going to do it, let's do it right. Oh, there's a hockey reference. I love you for that, Kevin. You're welcome. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, he uh, got to spend the night in the Okaloosa County Correction Facility, and uh, he's being charged with the resisting without violence, possession of drug paraphernalia, and possessing cocaine. Uh, but he was uh, later released on a uh, four thousand uh, dollar bond. But yeah. again, if you want to protect your stuff. Whether it's legal or illegal, you need to lock your car. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I just got to give it to this uh, Mr. Mr. Blackman there, the uh, the suspect, the defendant. Uh, you know, he's seen enough, uh, uh, I guess, uh, CSI episodes to know, don't disturb the crime scene before the police have a chance to examine it. You know, you want to be able to catch the bad guy. So, uh, you, yeah. know, you know what, your prints to be all over the pipe that you left Ooh. in the car. You know, you're, you're, hey, listen, we kids. only have 42 minutes to solve that crime. <laughs> kids, just remember... <laughs> Don't make you stupid. Yeah. Uh, Major Bill, thank you for joining us on the program today. And please, sir, uh, stay safe. It's always great to be with you guys. To all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sick. Always go home at the end of your shift. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. 
Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Man. Last segment already happens every week, comes up on us. Now, we had a busy show this time. Listen, we had uh, Sheriff Ivy. Uh, he came in a couple minutes late. Listen, he's a sheriff. He had something going on, but uh, then stuck around uh, with us for an extra segment, which is beautiful, wonderful to have him here with us, and it's, it's always, a, always a pleasure. Yeah, when the sheriff makes an offer like that, you don't say no. Yeah, you just, you know, you, you, you can, but you know, you, 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 you end up with a vasectomy in a jail somewhere. You don't want to end up with that going on. You wouldn't end up with a vasectomy. I would not. No. No, but I'm. I, I can't have a vasectomy. You get the implant. No, 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 no. I have. I, I listen. I can't. I've explained this before. Like I the way can't, I did that. Uh-huh, I can't. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't have a vasectomy. So we just have to. We have to move on from that. Uh, the the there's uh, coming up uh, in August fourth, fifth, and uh, of of uh, the, well, it's August, I guess. August fourth and fifth, we have the go- the Georgia <laughs> Carry Convention of 2017 in uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. This is going to be in. Uh, August 4th and 5th in Atlanta, Georgia. It's the Georgia Carry Convention. Uh, Georgia Carry believes the citizens of Georgia and the United States have the right to own and carry the firearm of their choice for any reason other than to commit a crime. Uh, you can go to georgiacarry.org and take a look at everything that they've got uh, going on. You can see the links to Georgia Carry Convention up in Atlanta. Uh, we will... And, and to prove they believe that, they have a gun auction. Oh, at, yeah, the convention. at the convention, yeah. And there are some firearms there that you might not be able to get everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so if you want to carry, you know, an FN 5.7. Right. Which can be hard to find. Yeah. Uh, they, they sometimes have those for auction. They got the uh, little uh, little mini Kimbers, I believe, if yeah, I recall. Well, they, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. they did have. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's mm. right. Yeah. Rosewood grips, two-tone. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, they're great people. In fact, uh, Georgia Carry is... Which is uh, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is one of the premier... 
uh, grassroots organizations, and I know we said that about Florida earlier, but Georgia, when we talked to Jerry Henry up there last time, he said uh, that he thought they had about the third or fourth or fifth best uh, gun rights in the country right now. I, I think they're a little bit yeah, higher than he's, that. He's, oh, yeah, he's, but you know what, he's got that farmer kind of thing. Yeah. They always pull a mouth on, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yes. My crops ain't doing real real good this year. I'm only going to get about about 50,000 pounds of potato per acre. <laughs> yeah, and I say, yeah. what? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so uh, thanks to uh, uh, to Jerry Henry. He's he's uh, he's always been a good guest. We'll have to get him back on the program here again soon, but we'll see him up there at uh, Georgia Carey here in two weeks, three weeks. Uh, I don't know the math on that one. Uh, let's uh, just go with two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks sounds That's good. That's a standard answer, two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks, two, two, weeks. Weeks, away. two weeks away. Uh, you know... I don't know if you guys, uh, it's, you've seen the advertisements probably for the movie. I don't know if anybody's seen it yet. Have you seen the movie Dunkirk yet? Have not seen it. Have seen trailers okay, for it. Okay. I, I almost went uh, the other day when it came out on this uh, Thursday night. This version? The new one. Oh, yeah, the new one. Not the, uh, not the not 1960s <laughs> version. Yeah. Or not the actual uh, one. Yeah, exactly. Not the one from 1940 that you saw occur in person. Yeah. Excuse me, but that was 8mm. <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't a Mauser 8mm. <laughs> it was an 8mm film. Talk, talking home No home sound. Movie. No sound. You know, we hear our president talk about uh, fake news. We hear him talk about uh, mainstream media. We hear about uh, lack of integrity, lack of impartiality. and about lack uh, of sense. I think that, that's mm-hmm. where I think this one goes. I think we're actually at the point now where we, we get some reporters that um, you, they, you just need pushing in front of a bus, I think is what they, what no, they, no, what they really need. No, no, you can't kill them. You gotta teach them why they're gonna have this happen to them. You can't just throw them in front of a bus. You have to teach them. They have to go back and take world history. For the record, I did not push him in front of a bus. He he's slipped tripping. on a bar of soap. He's tripping. He fell. He's soap. tripping. He fell. He's just tripping. He slipped and fell on a bar. Okay, of soap. maybe you pushed that one. <laughs> I was standing on the on the street corner cleaning my That's fingernails it. with my pocket knife, and he he ran into me. That's it. Exactly right. I may have pushed the soap in front of him, but yeah. yeah it's, well, he, he's, he's got some resistance to him. He's, he's, he's a tense guy. Uh, this, uh, and you know what? I actually had the opportunity, and hopefully we'll have him on the program here in the next couple of weeks. I talked to a, a reporter with, and I was absolutely amazed, and I'm not going to give it away. I just, you know, uh, when, when we get him on, we get him on. But oh, abso- yes, absolutely yes. amazed that I, I went back, and he wanted to do an interview, and, you know, he's had the Second Amendment issues, and I, t- I spoke to him at length, hour and a half, two hours, but before doing that, I went and read everything I could find on him. Mm-hmm. Not on him, but on, on, I read every story that he's he'd read, done. He had yeah. done, yes. Yeah. And I found story after story after story of facts without uh, without opinion. What? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, here's the facts. I, I researched the facts from this side. I researched the facts from this side. Here's everything I have. Uh, here's here's all the facts, and he never used the word I I I at all. It was. Did he ever go? Did he go to the Walter Cronkite School I, of Broadcasting? Listen, he, he, you know, he, he he must have. But this was. Uh, they still he, do the, that today. The integrity and impartiality, and this re- reporter was. Uh, I was stunned by it to the point where, when we were done, I said, "I need you on the program. I need you on the program." You know, just, just we don't have to talk about any topic other than that. You know, <laughs> other <laughs> than other than than reporting style. That's, Used to that's, be when you went to broadcasting school, ethics was a requirement. Now it's an elective. You don't yeah. have to take it. I'm not sure it's even mentioned. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, back to uh, Dunkirk. And this is what uh, what this uh, news reporter has done. Uh, USA Today's Brian Truitt, and I'm going to give you his name because, you know, he's a... Because you have to go find him and go... Yeah, he's a butt clown. Just go <laughs> shake your head at him and go, are you stupid, stupid, stupid? Yeah. This guy needs to suffer from uh, shaken reporter syndrome. You yeah. need to get a hold of him and just just give it to him. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And then hold up this story and go, no, no, no. Yeah. This is justifiable battery. It's, it was for his own good. He, he was reviewing uh, the new 
movie Dunkirk, the big the big budget uh, movie uh, by uh, director Christopher Nolan. And in the review, now they, again, folks, this is the early days of World War II. This is actually before the United States uh, jumps into it. Yeah, this movie is based on a historical event. Yeah, like a real event. I'm not yeah, talking yeah. like uh, and, like Gladiator, it, you know. And it is it is extraordinarily accurately portrayed. Yes. And, you know, with yeah. probably little effort, we can find people that were there besides Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I was not. <laughs> we know you were in Dunkirk. China. He was no, in China. He was in no, China. I was. I was not there during World War II. Oh, okay. China and World War II was a very busy place. Yes. Yeah. By the way, just yeah. And it was mostly very, Japanese at that very, point. Yeah. Very, yeah. very yeah. busy. Yeah. Yeah. And domo had a domo yeah. had a domo. <laughs> the I will pinch you. <laughs> I'll come in that control booth and give you noogies. <laughs> uh, Too old, and they wouldn't let me fight. I don't want to give away everything that this uh, this uh, the, the, what's his name Pruitt uh, said. Uh, excuse me. Uh, what, is, what is that's his name? Truitt. Yeah. Truitt. Truitt. Thank you. Uh, because some of it has to do with the the method in which the story is told. But the one thing that he did say clearly was uh, that you may find it disturbing uh, at the the lack of. Actors of color and women in the role in in the movie. Maybe because they weren't there during the battle? Well, because, you know, Dunkirk <laughs> is a fiction. Yeah. It's just, you know, he, you could make this look like it should. Yeah, you, we, you sh- we've, we've got to rewrite history so no one gets upset about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. He's probably Democratic. They mm-hmm. want to rewrite history all the time. Yeah, it it appears that this reporter, Mr. Truett, didn't do any homework about the background of this movie. It appears to not know that this is a true story, uh, which, you know, which I guess maybe you could learn that by, I don't know, um, watching the trailer and, you know, and, and, and realizing, because you know, they say in the early days of World War II, we've seen the trailer. attention into history class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy's, this guy's more upset, and, and, and here's what the author wrote, more upset that uh, Wesley Snipes doesn't show up to save Sandra Bullock driving a tank that won't explode if it goes under 50 miles an hour or something like that. <laughs> Making all sorts of crazy movie references there. He, but. I, I like eh, what he said. No, he, that's been played like out. Com- I want to watch Complaining that. about the lack of women and minorities in Dunkirk is like complaining about the lack of Sinatra music in Straight Outta Compton <laughs> and wondering cancer didn't get equal time in Philadelphia or why Hollywood is l- omitting realistic sex in Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I believe the closing point <laughs> on this on this uh, this article is... Uh, Journalism is dead, and it was a suicide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this guy jumped in front of the bus himself. That's right. You didn't trip him. Yeah. He was tripping. Well, you know already. what he did? He was on the iPhone with the virtual reality and the Google Glass, and he just walked right in front of it. I had no idea. No idea. That's because it's on. a it's not a real train. Wasn't paying attention to his surroundings. No, no, not at all. Situational awareness will keep you alive, not just in a gunfight. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. it will. It'll also yeah. keep you from walking into a fountain that has no water in it because you're <laughs> looking at your phone and fall three stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen it in the uh, the big city walking into the uh, the open open. Uh, uh, the lifts for to you know to load the, the the supplies downstairs into the basement of the stores and restaurants. And I like watching guys walk, walk into, into street, street signs while they're watching their phone. <laughs> Boink. Um, yeah. Hey, that's it for the folks. Uh, that's it for the show, folks. Thank you for joining us. Another great week. Uh, I want to thank uh, Eric Friday from Florida Carry. That's uh, floridacarry.org. I want to thank, uh, uh, of course, Sheriff Wayne Ivey from Brevard County, brevardsheriff.com. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, Mr. Uh, Craig DeLuz from the Firearms Policy Coalition, and that's firearmspolicy.org. You can check out uh, Craig there. All, that, all those links available on our website. That's armsroomradio.com, or go to the old Facebook page, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. Uh, hey, listen, uh, until we see you again next week, please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready.
remember, keep your head on a swivel. Don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone, and we'll see you next week. The kel PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. kel -Tec. See more at keltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.